0: Well, I've gotten this to work, at least. Man. I didn't take my microphone to work with the laptop that actually works with the microphone, and for some reason, my new laptop... It's a Chromebook. I say laptop like I've got something fancy. But uh, it just... I don't know. The permissions don't... They don't seem to uh, allow any recording either through the laptop or even through the microphone which the whole point is this microphone that I've got um, so I'm now recording it on um, through my uh, wife's MacBook which um, honestly I probably should have done the uh, in the first place was to just go just to say hey can I can I borrow your laptop for like 30 minutes you know it's uh is that cool? <laughs> uh, because it's uh, it's way more powerful. Um, and it seems to be working in some kind of backwards, weird way where I have to use headphones, but also... But I can only plug the headphones into the laptop, but not into the microphone. So now I can't hear myself. Because if I, if I put the headphones into the microphone and not the computer, the computer is then playing the noise through... Uh, to me. Uh, the volume to me instead of me hearing it through it. Uh, uh, there's like these settings I need to do, and I don't want to do them. I'm tired. I had a long day. It's fine day. It was fine, but uh, I've been dealing with this this kind of shit, and I'm just like, do you have anything to even talk about? I do actually. Oh, hello. It's still sober with John uh, Raven, and I am still sober after dealing with this horse shit. Uh, it's like, it's time for a different... Uh, it's time for a change. I don't know. Uh, not really. I'm, things are all right. Um, I'll f- figure this out. Uh... I am still sober because of this. I hope you're still sober if you are a sober person. I hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, I hope you're staying sane. Um January, huh? Yay. Um so this is what's going on at work for me. And I have to understand that when I talk shit, it's not really talking shit. It's uh, just talking. We're just hey, we're just speaking We're just talking here, all right? We're not talking shit about work people who may or may not listen to the podcast on occasion. You know, ooh, let's see what they're saying kind of a deal. So it's funny because there's the... um, You know, my company rents space in a warehouse. Those of you who've been following along know this. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, condolences. So, the company I work for rents space in uh, the warehouse of this larger company that they rent out, like furniture, like um, you know, kind of like antique, not antique. Yeah, like thrift, antique-type stuff. Vintage. Vintage. They call it, that's the spin. Vintage furniture. And people pay a lot because they've got money and they want um, a stand that has horns on it. The antlers. Or they want a, a, a creepy-looking mannequin. I don't know. They do. They, they they spend the money. Anyway, that company has lots of – they have lots of meetings. All the women in there that run it, they have lots of meetings. Um, and they go to retreats and different – like they have just different uh, things that they do, events. And uh, I've always kind of joked about it. And I'm just going, yeah, I'm, you know, just like I'm glad that I am not part of a company – that has me go to team building exercises and meetings. And wouldn't you fucking know it, we've got an offsite this week, the team building uh, exercise thing. And I went, God damn it. Of course we do. Of course that's going to (sighs) happen. Well, it's... It has to do with uh, something called uh, uh, an, ENEA, an enneagram test. Basically, working on enneagram types, your person—it's a personality thing. And I guess it's a, and I'm like, oh no, is this uh, is this is where we find out, you know, who we are, what kind of personality type we are, and um, our strengths and weaknesses, and how we can better. Um, work with the other personality types and while there may be conflicts and you can work on your weaknesses and rely on your strengths and, uh, and become more, a more uh, productive workforce and that makes a lot of sense when you have a company of a lot of people but if you're in a company of five people it feels like a waste of time that's my immediate go-to is to go, hey, I know that, um, that you might think that this, this is going to make us more productive, but um, the amount of time that I'm spending taking this personality test, talking about the personality test, doing homework about the personality test, and then going to the seminar about the personality test, all in all. Um, we could have gotten actual work done you know and it feels like this is just a fancier version of a quiz that you take to find out what Harry Potter character you are that's what it feels like to me Uh, that's, that's what I think So here's, but here's the thing about those tests, because I, the, this enneagram thing just seems like a fad. It's like the latest trend. It's like, oh, this is not like the other personality tests. There's, there's tons of them. There's, um, I mean, that's what the um, um, Rorschach test is. The ink, ink blots, is, you know, you look at the different. Ink blots and and um, you describe what you think they are, and then they can um, determine your personality based on how you do by look. You know what you think the ink blots are. Um, clearly, um, that is not something that is done any as anymore. Probably because it seems primitive and um, and not effective. Um, for a while there. You may remember um, several years back um, the big, uh, the, what, the Myers Briggs test where you find out what you are and you're like an I N E N F J F T whatever, you know, that kind of I'm, you know, which is uh, also why you get. Uh, people who are trying to build an identity around the fact that they... Um, it's not a fact. It's uh, they claim to be an introvert. And I've I've uh, bitched about that. People like, you know, I'm an introvert. Don't you teach a improv class and do stand-up comedy? And... And he's like, but no, that's not what an intro. Let me tell. Let me explain what really an introvert. You know what? Don't, don't. You're you're grasping for something, some kind of an identity, and um, and you know, it's it's like, it's like developing your entire in, uh, identity based on the fact that you have your nose pierced, or the fact that you know, I you know, I'm gay. Like that's, that's my identity. That your whole identity is based on who you like to fuck. Like, it's just, it's instead of that being part of who you are, like it's, it's everything. It's like my identity is that, um, I'm a fan of the Detroit lions. That's who I am. Now, you know, build, uh, your, 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 Everything about me and everything uh, about my uh, 49 years on this planet are all based on the fact that I'm a fan of uh, the coach of uh, the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell. And so, therefore, I'm a fan of that football team. So, like, no, it's just – it's it's weird, right? So – and th- but that was the thing about – that I've always been irritated about – personality tests is that they try to classify you based on oh there's this many personality types well you're this type bam that's who you are really? because of the, the way I am th- but the thing is is that it's personalities are complex with varying degrees it's not you're not all one thing there's not only a you know eight different types of people in the world or whatever. It seems very limiting. And so I I wasn't really um, thrilled about it. Um, But regardless of what I think, that's not going to change the fact that I have to do this. And also they're not going to let me, you know, and why would I rock the boat? I'm going to get paid regardless. And while I am annoyed... Speaking of annoyed, they, my cat is meowing to get into the room because she is the producer, and um, you can't let her. You don't keep the producer out of the room when you're you're making art, right? All right, I have the producer of the podcast sitting on my lap purring. Uh, let me clarify that if you are new here. uh, my producer is my cat it's not a a a person that I'm um, treating as such anyway so so I went ahead and uh, took the little test and here's my here's my issue with some of these tests because they have they have a scale It's like four dots going one direction four dots dots going the other direction for from like you know you know, you're giving two choices and it's like strong like very really strong, kind of strong a little bit but uh, but you have to pick because it's there's not a dot in the middle, you have to pick either side. But then the questions are something like this is not it's it's more about you know what you would do in certain situations. but an example would be when I'm hungry, I like to eat. Like one is eat pizza and the other one is eat tacos. So you have to make a choice. But what if you like both pizza and tacos? You've made the choice so now the personality test is leaning towards you being a taco guy and pizza is no longer in the equation. It seems flawed. So it doesn't, it seems like you know, it doesn't give you a um, it it doesn't give you an accurate depiction of who you are. So that's that's always been my thing. And I took the test, and that's how I felt. It was weird because there were like a couple of options, and they they felt like they weren't right. You know, I'm like, I don't think this is going to be accurate. Um, and then afterwards. We had to schedule this thirty-minute Zoom call with the CEO of the the company that that uh, that puts on this uh, enneagram testing, and uh, and I see the picture, and it's you know it's a um, it it's a blonde woman in her thirties, which and that she looks like. Some of these, um, some of these planners, event planners that that I have that, that we have to deal with, and some of these people that seem like um, they started a company because they were bored, is is really what it what it feels like, um, which is an assumption I made. Luckily, with the Zoom meeting, so here's the, here's here's what happened. So I got all that going on and I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a terrible idea. So I take the test and I get my results and I'll get to that in a second. But when I meet with her, um, I find out that she was an RN and um, found the um, the bureaucracy and the, like the cold, um, unflinching way of our healthcare system not having to do with anything with emotional and mental health. And, you know, she's also a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, so she found this, you know, she ultimately ended up starting this this company. And then, like, when we're talking, she ends up telling me, you know, because apparently her husband is in recovery, and she immediately talks about how there's similarities in the language in recovery as well, you know, in regards to the language in this kind of, uh, um, this kind of training. And uh, so, which I have found that uh, this Enneagram uh, workshop, that when it comes to this, this whole thing, I don't know, it, it, it. It's interesting because this is basically a, you know, because I've seen write-ups about this type of shit, this, this, this Enneagram-type um, testing um, being called pseudoscience. And if anything, if I've learned anything over the past couple of years is that people throw, throw around pseudoscience a lot. Um, and since this is all based on um, a theory uh, developed by a philosopher, you know, um, when it comes to to more emotional, you know, it's uh, it doesn't have to be scientific. In fact, I kind of prefer something coming from a more psychological and philosophical angle than from an analytical, you know, we want to categorize everybody and put you in a box. And, you know, her telling me that that this is what she said about it is she said that it was actually better. What she likes about this is this is not a, uh, when you find out your type, you're not finding out what kind of a person you are, like a rigid, your type type this number um, you're finding out where your starting point is in this uh, development wheel there's like this wheel of all the nine personality types and there's also subtypes and there's like ultimately 27 personality types but you know for basic information there's nine and it's like this is, this is where you're part is and then and it helps you show which way you go to develop a better I know this sounds like horseshit and the thing is is that I think it's you know I think like most things like personality types in a when you take a test is a lot like astrology where you take a bunch of things it it gets you in a certain uh, a certain category, and then it tells you, you know, then it gives you a bunch of vague um, data and a bunch of like vague information. So you're like, oh, that is totally like me, and then you just you, <laughs> and and then you go from there. Um, so here's, but here's the thing: there's 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 like nine different types, the nine different types of personalities. All right, ready for this? Okay. There's the principled reformer there is the strategic supporter, there's the productive performer, there's the authentic creative, there's the analytic analytical specialist, there's the skeptical troubleshooter. That's apparently my second place. That's not who I am, that's not the number one type, my Enneagram type, uh, but the secondary one is a skeptical troubleshooter, interesting. <laughs> The seven one is the enthusiastic visionary. Definitely not me. Uh, The eight, uh, number eight is powerful challenger and number nine is modest mediator. Well, I'm not a modest mediator and it turns out I am type eight. Uh, Powerful challenger, which says that, uh, let's see, you are likely, if you are type eight, you mainly focus your attention on how you will exert power and control in your experience You automatically seek to make things happen and move things forward. You have strong opinions. (laughs) (laughs) And want to meet challenges and make an impact on the things you do. AIDS are authentic and truthful people who communicate in straightforward ways. They don't beat around the bush. As an eight, your desire to take action means you will do what needs to be done if and if it means having a conflict or engaging in a difficult process. You are a natural leader who tries to exert power and control in just and fair ways. No shit and my core character themes are i tends to be in charge trusts selectively confronts others opinions uh, eights easily step into a role of advocating for the other side of what is being said. Sometimes driven by a desire to include the truth of each person, rather than believing the other position is wrong. Based on this, eights often become confrontational and question other people's positions and opinions, aim to expose all possible contradictions. To other people's surprise, eights expect others to do the same. <laughs> They admire people who confront them, even if they don't always communicate this clearly. AIDS don't argue with people they don't respect and, and value conflict. AIDS don't argue with people they don't respect and value conflict as a way of coming to know what people really think and value. Uh, also, it says that AIDS resolve unfair situations. Even if they are not called upon to solve or address unfair situations, AIDS may do so anyway they find it very hard to see unfairness or injustice happening without stepping in to do something about it AIDS have a gut sense for detecting injustice and feel compelled to use their natural strength and power to right wrongs and address unfairness oh Also in the workplace, it says that uh, are blind spot, that I have a blind, that AIDS have blind spots. Not seeing the impact they have on others, the way they may scare people. (laughs) I have had a coworker say, you know, you do scare me sometimes. Um, Inadvertently saying things that hurt people, not sharing important information, that's not true. Changing the course of action and making executive decisions out of the blue. um, That's that's not true, so um, And apparently, I work least well in slow-moving environments where rules can't be questioned or be made flexible. Um, In environments where people lead by consensus, where others are too sensitive, and when there is too much bureaucracy or when people micromanage them. Well, shit. That's the whole thing. Is that it's it? You know, I'm sitting there going, "This this thing is horseshit." You know, they always they try to. Uh, and I have read the other like eight, the other eight personality types, and um, well, I got to tell you, that's uh, it. It nailed me. Although, if you read them. And you listen to this podcast, if I gave you the descriptions of all nine, if you're bored, if you want to avoid doing any kind of real work, you're at work listening to this and you're trying to avoid something you should be doing, uh, look up Enneagrams. That's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M types, personality types, and it should pull up the nine different ones and you can read through them and see if I'm not an eight. Like, it's told, like, I didn't need to take the test. I could have just looked. If you would have given me the list first off, I would have gone, well, clearly I'm an eight. And that's by design. I have talked about this, that that is exactly who I am. I do that at work. The thing is that I'm not that person at home. I do not try to rebel, question, I don't question the authority of my wife. Um, that seems to be um, suicide or self-defeating. I'm not going to do that. I only do that at work because that's how I get things done and I set up boundaries so that people can't take advantage of me. And um, apparently we're going to find out on Friday in my little 90-minute or little session with everybody else. We're going to work on this and how to effectively change communication. Um, But the thing about it, but here's the thing about that. Um, And I think that there will be some good that comes out of it, regardless of what I think of this as horseshit. Um, Not horseshit, but a waste of time in a smaller company versus a larger company that may have an HR department and needs to wonder, you know, how do I deal with that guy? Well, he's an eight. Oh, fuck. Um, I bet he's abrasive. I think a benefit will be able to find out how uh, what I can do to soften the blow of somebody new who starts working for the company. And because the other people that like the the other people in my company that I work for, the other four people have already figured me out. My boss has figured me out. My coworkers have figured me out. So they know when I'm joking. They know when I'm being um, when I'm already like, um, are, you know, the director of operations who set this up, you know, scheduled this and sent it out. When I talked to her later in the day, she goes, I've been waiting you, uh, waiting for you to call and complain about the offsite and about taking away from work to do this. And I went, yeah, uh, no, I kept that inside. Um, I was going to say something, but then I thought I'd do the exact opposite because I I thought I knew it was going to be futile. This was not a fight I wanted to have. Um, But you're absolutely right. I immediately objected to this in my head. So, but that's the thing is that it might be nice to learn because I'm not going to change now. They already know how I work. We're, We're working. It seems to be fine. Maybe I'll find out in the meeting that I... I can't, you know, that I might be uh, uh, that there might be a, a more productive way of working. Maybe I don't or maybe maybe it. Um, I'll find out some uh, some tips on how I can. Um, soften my edges for new people to ease them into how I do things before I just clobber them with uh, aggression not aggression more like uh, with just a uh, blunt straightforward here's what's going on here's what I could do uh, kind of a thing I don't know it's I regardless, I think personally that it shows uh, growth that I have um, not objected to this, not completely belittled everything or tried to sabotage it and call bullshit, even though that's the type I am. They should be expecting it when they find out that I'm an eight. They're like, oh, fuck, here comes that eight. Who's gonna say that this is uh, this is all uh, you know bullshit? So I don't know. I think I'm in a good position because I'm I've decided to uh, to go with it. Also, we're not that busy. I tell you what, if we were busy, that's the whole thing. Let's be real. If we were really really busy right now, it's January. We've got time to do this kind of uh, uh, do these kind of shenanigans. Um, If we were really busy, I would not stand for it. I'd be like, I've got deadlines. We've got to make money. But I know that somebody spent a lot of money to have this company um, quote unquote, help us. And you know what? I will let you know next week how it goes. Because I am genuinely curious um, I think that there's, you know, there's some accurate things about it, and um, while I may not be sold on the whole diagram of this goes to this, and you know, you're an eight, and but if you head towards your five, the the, the five of your personality, and then you, you know, you can do that. It, it's um, it sounds a little uh, hokey and weird, um, but also, you know, maybe. Uh, maybe ultimately down at its core it's just kind of a ripoff of cognitive behavioral therapy but uh, you know kind of spun creatively to sell to companies to make them think that they're helping I'll let you know I'll let you know if I get anything out of it that's what's been going on I've been actually obsessed about this and the fact is the biggest problem that I have with it is that we have this there's like eight to 10 pages of like journal stuff that I've got to fill out answering questions and it's like homework I gotta do it it's gonna take about an hour to do before we go to this this workshop that's happening at fucking 9 in the morning and I normally don't go to work till 10 so that's really the big thing is I gotta get up early I gotta do homework to prepare for when I get up early you know what I mean Anyway, I appreciate it. Thanks for letting me uh, vent and, and talk about this. Seriously, at, just for you – know, if, if you've always liked that, uh, you know, what kind of Disney princess are you or any of that kind of, you know, what kind of personality? If you're, if you're bored and you want to, you know, ooh, I want to see what kind of Enneagram type I am, I'm sure there are free tests that you can find online and, uh, and it will tell you what number you are. If you turn out to be an eight, let me know. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com. We'll uh, see you next week. Later. the piercing skin Come back down to earth again Cold Coldest the deep inside Disconnect the telephone line Gotta get away, gotta get away, get away Gotta get away before the Lord Don't need to stay. all I know Should have been, could have been